it is, in our view, uh, a rather disappointing conclusion that the Ethics Committee has, uh, has reached. Um, as you would know, last year we wrote to them um, to ask that they investigate in particular whether or not the former minister did not breach the code, uh, particularly in, in, with regards to the allegations that monies were funneled um, from uh, digital vibes through to his son. Because one of the provisions of the code is that no member, um, no public representative may have or at least obtain um, any financial benefit uh, due to their position. And so um, the Ethics Committee has now come back to say that because um, uh, Dr. Nkizu's son is, is an adult and not a dependent, he is not covered in the definition of the code. And so we're of the view that really that is a rather very narrow um, uh, application uh, and really at odds with the spirit of the ethics code. And it, it is rather disappointing um, that uh, they've reached those conclusions. But of course, I'm not a member of the ethics committee and the deliberations in the committee are confidential. And so now ours is to, you know, Dr. Nkiza remains a member of parliament and uh, we've got to keep an eye out on those SIU uh, processes and particularly that hopes investigation because uh, we've got to make sure that anyone who's found guilty um, is in fact held accountable. Does the exoneration by the committee mean that this is the end of Mkiza's problems in relation to the Digital Vibe scandal? And, and what other options will the DA explore? No, uh, it doesn't. It, it just really means that it's the end of the parliamentary inquiry uh, because the Ethics Committee was looking into whether or not he had breached the code, um, the Executive Ethics Code. And so, of course, as we know, the, the SIU Tribunal, I think, is releasing a report today. We know that the hoax investigation is ongoing. So from a parliamentary point of view, which, of course, we've always held, that Parliament needs to flex its muscle with these kind of things, and that we can't just be passive passengers um, with, with regards to allegations of corruption. We've got to be at the forefront of, of, of making our voice heard and actually holding the executive to account. And so that is why I suppose this, uh, this outcome by the Ethics Committee is rather disappointing, because we think that it's not in the spirit of what the Code really sought to do in the first place, which is to make sure that there's ethical conduct by members of the executive and members of parliament. And so, no, it, it by no means means that this is the end of the road, uh, but um, now the, the mess is not being dealt with by the criminal justice system.